One of my favorite ways to invest is real estate, but not everyone wants to handle tenants and toilets. Enter Fundrise. They make it easy to invest in real estate with their flagship fund. Now, as always, you always have to carefully consider the investment objectives and risks of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. But right now, demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. And the Fundrise flagship fund plans on going on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes with just as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com slash PFP. As always, carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com slash PFP. That's fundrise.com slash PFP. This is a paid advertisement. Spring is a great time of year to do some cleaning around the house and clean up your finances. And something else that you can do for your family this spring is shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses, things like mortgage payments, credit card payments, car loans, or even college costs. I have a wife and two kids, with a third on the way, by the way, and business partners that all depend depend on my income. So I needed life insurance and Policy Genius made that so incredibly easy. And with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. On this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to talk about how to stop living paycheck to paycheck. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Personal Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, founder of DollarAfterDollar.com. And today on the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to talk about how to stop living paycheck to paycheck. And if you have any questions about this episode, follow me on Instagram at dollar and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you love listening to this podcast to. And please, if you want to help out the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Now, today we have an extremely important topic to discuss because the majority of folks out there are living paycheck to paycheck. And the amazing thing about this is that higher income just does not equal a higher net worth. We've talked about this a number of times. If you listen to the last episode where we talked about the difference between being rich and being wealthy, this shows you exactly why. Because people who are rich end up spending the majority of their money on things like liabilities. But people who are wealthy try to increase their wealth by buying more assets. And that's why this is happening. But understand this, it doesn't matter how much money you make, if you don't understand how to manage your money, then you're never going to build wealth. How you spend your money when you're broke 
is also how you're going to start spending your money when you get rich. So do you want to be rich or do you want to be wealthy? So even if you're not making a lot of money, you have to learn how to start managing money now. Career Builder did a survey and 78% of US workers live paycheck to paycheck. 78%. That is way too high. And what I'm here to do is I'm here to solve that problem for each and every one of you who are living paycheck to paycheck. We're going to end that problem and we're going to talk about it today. Nearly one in 10 workers making over $100,000 are living paycheck to paycheck. So high earners, one in 10 of them are living paycheck to paycheck. What does that mean? That means each time they get paid, they need to use all of that money to pay out their bills and pay out their lifestyle. One in 10 people making over $100,000 a year. More than one in four workers do not set aside any money each and every month. And I've seen that number even higher because that means that's 25% of the U.S. population. But as we know, over 60% of the U.S. doesn't even have over $1,000 in a savings account. Nearly three in four workers say they are in debt. And more than half think they will always be in debt. That's another problem that we're here to solve. Because you don't have to be in debt for your entire life. And if you think you're always going to be in debt, you can get out of that situation. And we're going to talk about exactly why today. More than half of the minimum wage workers say they have to work more than one job to make ends meet. And 28% of workers making between 50 grand to 99 grand usually or always live paycheck to paycheck. And over 70% within that range are in debt. All of these numbers are astounding. But what you have to understand is this is completely unacceptable for yourself and you got to turn this ship around and I'm going to help you do that. So maybe you're wondering to yourself, do I live paycheck to paycheck? Is this, do I fall into this camp? I'm not really sure because the majority of people live paycheck to paycheck. Here's a couple of examples that if this is happening to you, you're most likely living paycheck to paycheck where each time you get paid, your money has to be utilized for all your bills that month. If your liabilities are greater than your assets. So if you have more debt than you do income-producing assets, then you have a negative net worth. And if you have a negative net worth, then you have to turn that around and get rid of those liabilities and increase those assets to bring your net worth up. If your debt eats all your extra income. So if every extra dollar you make goes towards your student loan or goes towards your credit card payment or goes towards your car payment, then you absolutely are living paycheck to paycheck. If you never have any extra money to invest, so if all your money's going to debt or all your money's going to all the fun, frivolous things you like to do and you don't invest any of that money, then you're most likely living paycheck to paycheck. If you're always stressed and anxious about money, usually that stress and anxiety comes from not being able to manage your money properly. Because people who have buffers and people who have cash in their account and who have investments in the bank, they usually don't stress about money. Being stress-free about money, let me explain something to all of you. Reducing your stress and anxiety and taking that away, that's what I want to be here and do for you guys. And we can absolutely do that. It is the best feeling in the world to get rid of your money stresses. You have enough stresses in life as it is. If you have kids, if you have a job, if you're worrying about building your career, you have plenty of stress in your life. You don't need additional stress by creating problems for yourself with your personal finance. You don't need to be doing that. And what if you could just take that stress away, take that anxiety away, what if you had cash in the bank to be able to fix problems that come up? That's what this is all about. That's the freedom money can create for you. You just have to make that mindset shift 
and start doing the things that we talk about in this episode. Another way to tell if you're living paycheck to paycheck is if you have credit card debt. Because if you have credit card debt, that means you've spent more than you made and all your additional income has to go towards that credit card debt. Now, maybe you've heard these items and maybe you say, okay, this is me. I live paycheck to paycheck. Now, remember, living paycheck to paycheck doesn't mean you're broke living in a low-income area and not being able to pay your bills. You can make a million dollars a year and live paycheck to paycheck. In fact, a lot of high earners live paycheck to paycheck. But if you just figured out, oh my goodness, I live paycheck to paycheck and I had no idea. There could be a number of reasons for this. The first one we want to talk about here is privilege. Now let's get real. Privilege in this country and privilege worldwide is very real. A lot of people are born into situations they can't control. Actually, all of us are born into situations we cannot control. But the fact of the matter is, you can't control where you're born, and you can't control how you're raised, and you can't control your childhood. I understand a lot of you have been born into situations that are not ideal. You've been born into situations, maybe in low-income areas, and your family has struggled your entire life. What if you could be the person that turns that tire thing around? What if you could be the person that builds wealth for your family? That's what we're here for. That's why this podcast exists. But it's up to you to get yourself out of that situation. Now, it may be extremely hard for you. A lot of people who are born with more privilege than you, they don't have to work as hard as you do. And that's the tough part about the situation. But at the same time, if you do the work, You're going to change your entire family's tree. You could change the entire trajectory of your family. And if you have the financial education and you have children down the line or you already have children, you can pass this knowledge down to your children and all of a sudden everything changes within your family's name. If you are privileged and you didn't take advantage of it or you had zero privilege and you're working your way out from the bottom, you can solve this problem. And sometimes you just have to work harder and it's not fair. I understand it's not fair. But unfortunately, blaming your privilege and not doing anything about it is going to keep you and your family in the same place. So do it today. Commit today to turning your family tree around because only one person needs to do it to change the entire situation and the entire background that your family has. Why not be you? Another reason why this could be happening to you is you're overspending. You're spending more than you make. Now, money is very simple. We've talked about this a number of times. You need to increase your income and spend less than you make. And if you do those things and grow the gap between those two, you're going to build wealth. But it's very hard to do in practice. So we're gonna talk about a few ways on how you can do this. Another reason is lack of financial education. A lot of people just don't know they're doing this. They don't know there's a better way. They think when they make money, you spend money on the things you want. And yes, that's very true. But at the same time, you put a little bit aside so that you can build a financial future for yourself. This can happen because of sudden unexpected expenses. Maybe you have to take care of a parent or a grandparent and all of a sudden, the extra money that you were trying to save is eaten up by medical bills or whatever other things that are happening in your life. And then it can also happen because of loss of income. And there's a number of other different reasons why that can happen, but losing your job is also another reason because then all your extra money has to go just to survive because you lost one income. So here's the big takeaway. Because as soon as you break this cycle, and you back away from the financial edge because you're running a fine line right now if you're living paycheck to paycheck. And as soon as you break the cycle, it allows you to make better decisions because once you have a little cash there, all of a sudden the anxiety and the stress goes away and you don't make decisions based on when you get paid or stressing out each time. You're not stressed about every single tiny hiccup that comes your way 
Because right now, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, the smallest hiccup in your day is going to make you completely stressed out about your money. Let's say your car breaks down. Well, if you're already living paycheck to paycheck and your car breaks down, you're not going to have the money there. Imagine taking that stress away. And when you break the paycheck to paycheck cycle, you won't be afraid to open a bill again. How many of you have been out there opening up a bill and being like, I hope this thing isn't 300 bucks. Imagine not having to worry about that anymore. And when you break the paycheck to paycheck cycle, you don't have to count the hours or days on when you get paid again. Once I broke the paycheck to paycheck cycle very early on, I don't even look at when I get paid anymore. The reason why is you don't have to worry about it anymore. Once you have the system in place and your money starts running itself, all of a sudden you know my income is coming in and I know where to allocate my dollars. You get so good at this, it doesn't matter what day you get paid. You won't have to time your bills with your paychecks. You won't have to time your expenses with your paychecks. You won't say, hey, I can go grocery shopping on Saturday because I get paid on Friday. You don't have to do that anymore. Once you break the cycle, you won't literally have to look at your bank account anymore. You just look at your budget or whatever system you have in place and you go buy that. And the money just starts to build up. And as the extra money starts to build up, you can allocate those extra dollars towards your financial future, towards building true wealth. And that's what we're all here to do. Because when we build true wealth, we buy ourselves time. And buying ourselves time is the biggest asset of all. So let's reduce your stress. Let's reduce your anxiety. Let's stack up some money and change your family's trajectory for the rest of your life. Let's get into it. The key to winning in any business is making sure you have the right business partner. An example is Procter & Gamble or Ben & Jerry. But what about the perfect partners when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. And most people know one of your biggest struggles when it comes to starting an online business is finding new customers, and Shopify can help you do that. And what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash PFP, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash PFP now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash PFP. One of the hardest things about managing your money is figuring out where it's all going. And most of us are trying to save for several goals at once, which can feel like a daunting task to see if you're on track or even on pace to accomplishing your goals. But there is a tool that makes it so much easier, and it's called Monarch Money. They help you track your money flow without taking a ton of time and energy. And Monarch has built-in features to collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor. And you can invite them with an extra account with their own login at no extra cost to collaborate with you. And Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can create custom budgets, set notifications, and you can set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications. And after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com PFP. That's M-O-N- A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash P-F-P for your extended 30-day free trial. 
Now is a great time of year to get your finances in order. And no matter what your financial goals are this year, when you use Chime's online checking account, you can cross all those financial to-dos off your list. Chime's online checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-fee overdraft up to $200. Plus, get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go 24-7. And you get access to over 60,000 ATMs. So start building your credit and open a Chime checking account with at least $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at Chime.com PFP. That's Chime.com PFP. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank, NA, or Stride Bank, NA, members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. And if you need to hire, you need Indeed, because Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. And they have a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash personal finance. Just go to indeed.com slash personal finance right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash personal finance. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, the first thing you want to do is get some cash in hand. So you got to rein in on this thing. And there's some short-term things I'm going to talk about right now that you can do. And then there's some long-term things that you want to change for the long term. Because the first thing you have to understand is this is just a very simple equation. It's money in and money out. And the equation of living paycheck to paycheck is so simple that you can explain this to a child. The problem is it's very hard to execute. So let's talk about some of these short-term solutions. Let's talk about money in first, okay? So if you want to make immediate money, I mean make money today, the first thing you want to do, because what you want to do is accumulate some cash so you have somewhat of a buffer so you're not living paycheck to paycheck every single time. So the first thing you can do to make more money is to sell all the crap in your house that you literally don't use anymore. So we just moved recently, and when we moved, I put up all kinds of junk on OfferUp. I mean, I would put literally anything on OfferUp. My wife would laugh at me and say, that thing would never sell. What are you doing? And I said, watch me. And in one month of selling all this extra crap and junk that was accumulating in my garage on OfferUp, I made over $3,000. Now, for a lot of you who are living paycheck to paycheck, $3,000 is gonna change A lot of things for you because $3,000 is now a small emergency fund for you. And P.S., this is a great side hustle, by the way, is buying and selling things on OfferUp and flipping them for profit. So if you have extra time on the weekends or something, you can also do this. But this is an immediate short-term thing. You're not going to do this for the long term, but it's a way to get extra cash to help you to start breaking the paycheck-to-paycheck cycle today. So look through your house. What kind of stuff do you have in your house that is just lying around that you haven't pulled out of a closet for years or it's in your garage and you haven't utilized it for years or your old kids' old toys or whatever it is? Get rid of it. If it's been sitting there, get it out of your house, put it up for whatever you think it's worth and just get rid of it. 
Even if it's 10 bucks, 10 bucks is 10 bucks. Because that's all you're trying to do is build yourself up a short-term buffer, a stack of cash that will save your butt if something comes up as you're trying to break this paycheck to paycheck cycle. Because if you have cash in place and say your car breaks down while you're trying to get out of this situation, then you have the cash in place to help you be able to save yourself from that situation. Now, let's say you're doing this and you're like, listen, I'm extremely poor. I don't have stuff to sell. Well, do you know somebody who does have crap in their garage? Because if you do, then you can go to them and say, hey, just show me a big pile of stuff that you don't want. I'll sell all this stuff for you and we'll split it 50-50. Because odds are, they're just too lazy to put it up. But if you tell them this stuff's gonna sell for X amount of dollars, then sell it for them, split the money 50-50, and it's a win-win situation. Now, the other thing to do, and I do not condone these for the long term, because if you know how I talk about side hustles, I want passive investing side hustles. But for the short term, if you're just trying to build up a quick stack of cash, you can also do the short-term side hustles like Uber, Lyft, Instacart, Odd Jobs, all of these things you can do for the short term to build up stacks of cash. Now for the long term, you wanna find better solutions because those, you have to trade time for money. You don't wanna be trading time for money in the long run. But when you need money in the short term, those are great options to have. The gig economy is awesome to be able to do that. Because if you got yourself in a bind, you just lost your job yesterday, you can at least start making money until you find your next job. The other side of the equation for the short term is money out. If you're spending too much money, which you most likely are if you're living paycheck to paycheck, it's time to slash your spending in the short term. You know I like increasing my income more than anything, but sometimes increasing your income takes time. So you're going to have to slash your spending in the short term to be able to break this paycheck to paycheck cycle. So what I want you to do is make a list of all your expenses that are actual necessities. I mean true necessity. So your food, your housing, your water, your transportation, those are true necessities that you actually need. Make a list of all of them that you actually have to have, and then look at your luxuries. And my advice is to remove all of your luxuries for one month. So everything that's extra that you absolutely don't need. Now don't panic, because we're not leaving them out of your life. We're gonna bring them back in later on as needed. But what we're doing is removing these luxuries and then bringing them back in slowly in order of importance. Because a lot of these luxuries that you have, you just absolutely don't need. And you can do this on a spreadsheet and just put them in order. That way you can move them around pretty easy. You can do each one on a post-it note and you can move them around easy. But doing this in the short term will get everything organized in your mind so you can decide, there's like 20 things here that I don't need. I have like 25 subscriptions to things that I don't need. I can cut half of these out and reduce my spending a couple hundred bucks a month. You do that a couple different ways, all of a sudden you're saving yourself five, six, seven, eight, nine hundred dollars a month. And by doing that, you could take that additional nine hundred dollars a month and start putting it in a savings account. Start putting it towards your investments. This is how you get control of your money in the short term, is you slash your spending and you find ways to make quick cash. The only ways to make quick cash, there's no get rich quick scheme here, is doing a little bit of work or selling your stuff. There's no other way to just get quick cash. And if you don't have stuff, get creative with it. Go talk to somebody and see if you can sell their stuff for a 50-50 split. Because the reality is, in the short term, you have to attack this thing from all sides, from the spending and the savings. Now let's get into what you need to do for the long term to break yourself out of the paycheck to paycheck cycle and build real wealth. So what are the things that you can do today and start learning today so that you can actually break this paycheck to paycheck cycle. What can you actually do for the long run that will change your habits forever? 
Because part of this is just changing your habits. So the first thing you need to understand is you need to take full responsibility. Now, if you were born in a situation where you don't have any privilege at all, I understand that. But what you need to do is take responsibility that this is my decision. This is something I need to get myself out of. I can't rely on the government. I can't rely on somebody else to get me out of this situation. I need to do it myself. If you have been privileged and you've just been spending too much of your money and being irresponsible with your money, you need to understand this is my mistake. I need to change this mistake because now it's time to start building wealth. Now it's time to grow up. Let's get real because getting control of your money is growing up. And if you haven't done it thus far, and let's say you're in your late 20s or you're in your early 30s and you still haven't gotten control of your money, it's time to grow up. It's time to get your money put together because you still have plenty of time to build wealth. Or if you're in your 40s, you still have plenty of time to build wealth. Don't think it's too late, but take full responsibility because that's absolutely the first step because if you don't take full responsibility, you're going to fail. So make sure you do that first. And then follow these next steps because you got to find your why is number two. Finding your why will allow you to actually stay motivated and stay consistent. So maybe you want to do this for your kids. Maybe you want to do this for your wife or your husband. Maybe you want to do this for your family. Maybe you want to do this for your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You want to set an example for people in your life or your parents or your grandparents. It doesn't matter what you want to do this for, but you have to find your why. And finding that why put the fire in your gut to allow you to make sure you're consistent when times get tough. Because sometimes this is just hard to do. It's easy to talk about, very hard to do. I understand that. So finding that why is going to be a huge propeller to you building wealth. Number three, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're not going to want to hear this word because you've heard it a million times. But you have a spending problem, so you have to build a budget. Now, there's two ways that we talk about building a budget here. We have a number of budget episodes. I'll link some of them in the show notes. But there's two ways. You can do a line-by-line item budget like you've always heard of before. Or you can do what I call a reverse budget, which is saving money off the top and then spending what you have left over. So each time you get paid, you save the money first and then you spend what is left over. But you have to have a budget in place because you have to understand where your money's going. If you don't understand where your money's going, you're not going to get ahead financially. But don't think of this as a restriction because budgets create freedom. Want to know why? Because now you're allocating your dollars to whatever you want your money to do instead of letting your money just go frivolously and you make decisions on the fly. Imagine using your money to do exactly what you want it to do. So I'll talk about a bunch of different specific budget options in these episodes that I'll link in the show notes. Number four. You have to make savings automatic. Now, we've already learned if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you can't be trusted. So you have to automate your savings because if you rely on your willpower, you're never going to save that money. Let's get real with ourselves. You have to do it automatically. A, it makes your life easier, but B, it also keeps you accountable because if you turn off the automation of your savings, you're not real about savings. You're not actually gonna save your money in the long run. There's no reason to turn an automation of savings off. Number five, make your savings hard to reach. Now, we talked about this in the episode entitled How to Optimize Your Bank Accounts. You need to make your savings account hard to reach. What I mean by that is you need to have your checking account and savings account at two different banks. If your friends want to go grab a bunch of pizza or go out to eat and spend 100, 200 bucks going out at night, you can't be like, hey, man, let's wait three to five business days because I got to transfer the money from my savings account to my checking account. 
No, you're going to stick with your budget. You're going to stick with your line items because you can't pull cash where it's not supposed to come from because it's tucked away in a savings account somewhere else that's not with your checking account. You don't want to have super easy transfers like that. It creates accountability for yourself. Number six, and this is a great one, and this is one I haven't talked about before, but it's wait to buy anything. I am the king of buying things on Amazon without thinking. I'll just pull that trigger finger right away. I'll do it all day long. I literally don't think about it. But guess what? I realized after 75,000 Amazon charges in one month, I should probably dial that back a little bit because I could utilize a lot more of that money within investing. So here's what I did. I made a rule for myself. If I want to buy something on Amazon or on anything online or anything in the store, I wait 24 hours before I buy it. And if it's over $300, I wait one week. I cannot explain to you guys how many stupid purchases this has saved me from. Because if you just delay your gratification of purchasing an item, a lot of times you're like, well, I really didn't want that item anyway. After a nice night's sleep, you start thinking through it and saying, I really don't want this. Delaying the gratification of purchasing something, especially online, because it's so easy to buy things online. So if you delay that gratification, you will be much better off and have much less impulse because impulse is a wealth killer. Understand that right now. Impulse is a wealth killer. So getting rid of that impulse will literally probably save you hundreds of dollars a month. Number seven, look at the big three. So the big three is housing, food, and shelter. These are the expenses that if you cut them down will make the greatest impact on your financial life. And we have an episode about this on exactly how to do this. And I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. But cutting the three big expenses, housing, food, and transportation will make the biggest impact. It's not cutting out lattes. It's not cutting out avocado toast. It's cutting down the big three expenses first and then reducing the other liabilities later then look hard at your fixed expenses. So what are your fixed expenses that you have locked yourself into? A lot of people have locked themselves into another of subscription services. Or maybe you make a lot of money and you've been locking yourself into things like country clubs or private school tuition. All of these things are fixed expenses. And if you're living paycheck to paycheck, they could be the major culprit in why you're in this situation. And then after number nine, after you look at those fixed expenses, start to trim the fat. Because the things that don't bring you value are things that you should not be spending your money on. The way you spend your money is find the things that bring you value and spend lavishly on those things and then cut out the stuff that doesn't bring you value. So if you love going out to eat but don't really care about having a big house, reduce your housing expenses and go out to eat and ball out all you want. But you can't have it all. That's what you have to understand. As Paula Pant says, you can afford anything, you just can't afford everything. And that's where the biggest impact comes into play. So trimming that fat out, when we made the list of expenses that you have that aren't necessities, they're luxuries, trim out the ones that you don't want anymore, that you know don't bring you real value, and then keep the stuff that brings you value for the long term. Number 10, watch out for lifestyle creep. So we had an episode about lifestyle creep, which I'll link in the show notes again. But lifestyle creep is every time you get a raise, you increase the amount that you're spending. Because this is what people do who live paycheck to paycheck. Every time they get paid, they just spend all their money. And if they start getting paid more, they spend more. A great example of this is a person who first starts out with, say, a Toyota Corolla. They make more money at their job, so they upgrade to a 3 Series BMW. Then they make more money at their job, so they upgrade to a Tesla. Then they make more money at their job and they upgrade to a Ferrari. This is how people get into this situation. 
Don't let that be you. Don't let your lifestyle creep up. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Reduce that urge and you will truly build wealth in the long run. Number 11, this is a big one because a lot of people just don't know how to manage their cash. Every time you get a raise or a tax return, you save that money. Every time you get a raise, let's say you get a 3% raise every single year. If you even save half of that 3% raise every single year, in 30 years, you're gonna be saving thousands of dollars every single year more than you are today. Thousands and thousands of dollars more. But you have to save that money early on and start investing it. So what I would recommend is every time you get a raise, save at least half of it and invest that half into the market or invest that half into real estate or invest that half into any asset that you know will increase in value over time. And the same goes for tax returns. Show me what a person does with their tax returns and I'll show you how much money they have. Because once you get a tax return, a portion of that needs to be invested or needs to be saved in your emergency fund or needs to be utilized in building your net worth. This is for all you W-2 employees out there. If you own a business, you're all probably paying the IRS. But if you don't own a business, you're getting money back typically. And this is your money that you earned that year. You just gave the IRS a free loan. Don't blow it. Number 12, understand that this takes time. YNAB did a study and they found that when people are trying to break the paycheck to paycheck cycle within their budgeting system, it usually takes four to eight months for them to break that cycle. This takes time. It's not going to just happen overnight. But there are things that we talked about that you can do overnight, but at the same time, don't expect it to happen overnight. And as your habits change, and as you start to get good at this, and you start to get good at budgeting and managing your money and investing your money and putting it in the emergency fund and all of these different pieces, all of a sudden you're going to see that you have cash on hand and you're going to start making money and you don't have to spend that money for months at a time. The money you made in January is going to be paying your bills in June. That's what starts to happen as you start to build up wealth and start to build this income. And then once you get all these into place, number 13 is to increase your income. Now, we are the biggest proponents here at increasing your income. I'm going to put a couple links in the show notes on how we talk about increasing our income from side hustles to asking for raises at your job. But constantly trying to increase your income will be the biggest difference maker for you. In the short term, you got to slash costs if you're living paycheck to paycheck. In the short term, you absolutely have to do that. But in the long term, building wealth comes from increasing your income and keeping your cost reduced. And once you get all this under control and you start to see this machine working and you're investing your money and your dollars start working for you and the compound interest is spitting off cash, you're gonna see that your wealth is just going to start to explode. And as that happens, it's life-changing for you. Don't you wanna reduce that stress? Don't you wanna get rid of that anxiety? Don't you wanna change your family's trajectory? You have the power to do it. And I want to give you as much knowledge as possible that you can go do it. If you guys have any questions at all about this episode, hit me up on Instagram at dollar A-F-T-R dollar. Leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it truly does help out the show. And follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you listen to. And I will leave a bunch of relevant episodes in the show notes so you guys can check them all out and have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if this is your first time listening, consider subscribing so you never miss an episode and share this episode with a friend. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on iTunes as well, because our goal is to bring as much value to you as possible. And we're trying to spread this message that money can buy freedom. That's what money is there to do is to buy more freedom. So thank you again so much for listening. And I hope you have a great day.
Everyone's heard the saying, you have to spend money to make money. But everything in life, from travel to starting a business, is expensive. Which is why I want to tell you about a new podcast I love that will teach you all the tactics, tricks, and tips you need to upgrade your life, money, and even travel, all while spending less and saving more. It's called All the Hacks, and it's a top-ranked show hosted by my good friend Chris Hutchins, a financial optimizer, an entrepreneur who's racked up millions of points, and he sold two companies. And if you want to rethink the way you're spending money, you have to check out the episode 91 with Bill Perkins and why you should be optimizing for net fulfillment and not net worth and striving to die with zero. All the Hacks has something for everyone, and I'm sure you'll find a new tactic that you can apply to your own life, whether it's a money hack that increases your net worth or a routine change that boosts your productivity. So check out All the Hacks. That's All the Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your wallet will thank you later.